Welcome to another episode of Dave and Greg Need an RV, episode number 30. Uh, we have a very, very, very special surprise for everyone today. Um, I have a special guest with me, and Greg is not here. And this will be the first time he's in studio, and I want to introduce everybody. You already know him. He's the dad joke guy of each episode. My good friend Tom is with me today. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Awesome, Dave. Thanks for having me here. You sound so silky smooth and, and up live. Um, I don't know how that happens. Even more so than on the phone when you're doing your jokes. I wish I could tell you my secret. So you, <laughs> it's it's very nice. It's <laughs> well, very, You sound a lot better than Greg. Yeah, well, people have always said that I have the voice for, for uh, television and the looks for radio. <laughs> so this is a, yeah. Quite a surprise. No, you do have a very nice voice. It's very pleasant. It's uh, when Greg warms up. Almost every time he makes all these male sounds, uh, gagging, fart sounds, anything, clearing his voice. I have to listen to all that uh, before each episode, but you didn't do that. I don't plan to. I appreciate Let's that. Let's see what happens, though. <laughs> okay, so Tom is with me today. Um, and where's Greg? He is in Alaska, I do believe. Oh, is he on another vacation? On another vacation. <laughs> I, he claims to work, and I think he does, but boy, does that man have time off. He's got more vacation than anybody I've ever known in the history of my all my friends. He's taken more vacations last year than I have my <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And, uh, you know... I know it's been, our last episode was on June 14th, and that's been over a month ago, and I have no idea when this guy's coming back from vacation. He's on, he seems to be on a permanent vacation, which, by the way, is one of Aerosmith's uh, most popular albums. I think Greg has adopted that as his uh, credo for life, permanent vacation, but uh, I thought, you know what? I'm going to call up my good friend Tom, and I'm going to pose this little idea to him, and we have a episode 30 with Tom live in the studio and it'll be a regular episode plus a roast of Greg. Yes. Do you think we can roast Greg in this episode? Oh, that would be so difficult, but let's give it a try. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that difficult. <laughs> that was sarcasm, wasn't it? A little bit. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Tom, uh, before we get started into our regular, uh, into our regular outline, uh, just wanted to uh, kind of ask you a few questions, get the audience familiar. I mean, I know you come in and you're our, you're our one, two, three punch guy. We, we, we don't get a lot of time to talk to you about personal stuff because you're always making everybody laugh with your dad jokes. But uh, uh, tell me a little bit about who Tom is and, and about your family and, and such. Well, Tom is now retired, as I think you've discussed before, and yes. I'm beginning to learn how to enjoy that. But <laughs> my wife, Jan, we have two children and three grandchildren, and um, we've been in Hudson about 20 years, and uh, life is good. That's is great. Good. That's great. And you've been married how long? Uh, 35 years. How did you find a woman that would put up with you for that long? We actually met in the library at the University of Toledo. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's a good story, but I wasn't sober. But that was still a good story. <laughs> is it true? Is it that is a true. true story? That's very. You true. met her in the. Yes, now she, is this the college library the, or the, some some campuses call bars libraries? No, too? and that's strategically well done. But this was actually <laughs> the one that you were supposed to study at. So well, she was kind of perturbed with me at the moment. Oh, she, really? Yeah, it was loud and obnoxious. Yeah. Did you did you approach her or how how did the meeting go? Like, um, 
I think she just gave me the look to be quiet. <laughs> and, we, and our eyes caught in that process. And I think I apologized. I've been apologizing ever since, to be honest with you. But so you you went to the University of Toledo? Yes, I did. I don't know. I don't know if I knew that. What what's their um, mascot? They are the Rockets. The Rockets. Okay. And uh, yeah, so graduated graduated from Toledo as a chemical engineer. Yeah, and, and a little known fact, and it's not documented, but I claim to be the all time leading scorer in pickup basketball at the University of Toledo. I played a lot of pickup basketball, and I think I racked them up. Was it intramurals, or was this, were these just pickup games that you had? Oh, I'm counting everything, every single basket <laughs> I put in the, in the hoop there. Yeah. So you were a good round baller. I just played a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're never gonna. You're you're, you're pretty. Uh, you're pretty. Um, you're not boastful, so <laughs> you wouldn't tell me if you were good, but you must have been good. No, I just uh, I played a lot, scored a lot, and I kept kind of my track of mine. And I don't. Anyone that's claimed I what, scored more. What was your mo? Were you were you guy that went to the hole, or did you hit the three pointers, or did they even have three pointers back then, Tom? In the old ABA, but not in the NBA, <laughs> and not in not in high school. No, I was a, I was a point guard, and to be really accurate and honest, my brother thinks that was a very appropriate title because his story is I scored about a point a game. <laughs> <laughs> point guard. I could see you being like a John Stockton type. No look passes. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe, yeah, you, of course you didn't try to telegraph your passes. Yeah. So okay. cool, yeah. All right. Nice. And, uh, three grandkids, you said three. Yes. Noah's four, Landon's two and Shiloh is six months, six months. That's gotta be a blast. It's, you know what? It's, I always knew it would be great, but it's above that. Yeah, really? It's pretty fantastic. I, I have yet to experience that. Uh, so Greg, uh, has yet to experience that, but, uh, I can only imagine. The things they say, right? You get to see the world through their eyes, which is pretty enjoyable. They, yeah. they always tell the truth, too, don't yes, they? Yes, yes, they do. And then when you're tired of them, you just give them back and, and you're done, right? Normally. They, they, <laughs> they, do, they do spend the night sometimes, and, um, and sometimes you're pretty tired the next that, day. Does that ever get a little stressful? Not stressful, no. No, no, no. just good stress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. okay. That's great. Yeah, you, you respect, you forget how much energy it took. Uh, yes, I have been around some little kids lately and, and you do forget and you're like, oh yeah, that, that's a lot of work. Yeah. You can't just go somewhere. (laughs) It's, it's like you got, you have to like prepare and get the things and, and then, you know, whatever the mood is, is how the, is how the trip goes. Right. That's exactly (laughs) it. Okay. Well, Tom, again, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for filling in for Greg, who's a big slacker and likes his vacation. And, uh, you know, our listeners deserve regular shows. And by God, we're going to give it to them with or without Greg. I commend you for that and glad to help help make that happen. I'm, gl- I'm glad you're here. And uh, we have a guest that's sniffing you right now. That's Bob uh, the Cat. Oh, yeah, but I know Bob. <laughs> I know Bob. Bob, Bob likes to uh, be present uh, whenever there's people around. Okay, Tom, so um, you're up here, and uh, you, you today is uh, July 22nd, and you've got famous birthdays today. Yes, hey, I Bob, get off, yes. get off Tom's script, will yes, you? I'm sitting on my notes here. I can pull out. It's really- yeah, famous birthdays on July twenty second. Mm-hmm. I've got a few of them, and they and it's it's always fun to look this up. But number one is Don Henley. 
Don Henley of the Eagles. 75. 75 today. And, you know, a couple of my favorite songs. I'm a huge Eagles fan. You know, they're coming back to town on October 17th. Yes, they are. For the last time, for the fifth time, I think it is. Yeah, it's it's another farewell tour. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) some of my favorite songs, Hotel California, Desperado, maybe my all-time favorite. Definitely. And uh, also one uh, Jan's favorite song, which in our house is known as the credit card song, which is Take It to the Limit. <laughs> and uh, that, uh, that's, that's what it was good. known to over the years. Absolutely. The now, is Don, Don is on this tour? Because I know they've got some fill-ins, and I'm not sure, is Timothy B. Schmidt with the group I still? I think he still is. He is, okay. Yeah, yeah Vince Gill stepped in. And, Vince Gill stepped in, yeah. yeah. And, and, of course, Glenn Fry passed away, Sadly. correct? Yep. Yes. Uh, so, so it's everybody, but, um, as I understand it was last time they were in town. That's great. How does, how does Vince fit in? Um, it's hard to replace Glenn Fry, but a good job. All things considered. Yeah. Vince Gill was, was the bomb, uh, back in the, what the nineties. I, everybody in country loved him. I don't really like guys with high voices. Uh, so I was probably a little biased, but he's a great musician. I'm, I'm, I'm told. Yeah, very talented, but he's not Glenn Fry. <laughs> not Glenn Fry. That's yeah. right. Okay. David Spade. 50, Dave Spade, yes. At 58. He's 58. Yeah. Holy moly. He, he's doing well for his age when I, last time I saw him, but 58, yeah. Yeah, he looks good. 58. Uh, Selena Gomez is 30. Selena. She's yeah. 30 now. Yeah, and, and you, you know, I remember her on Barney and Friends where she got her start. You know, I was. You have a good memory. We watched some Barney. and I course, watched Barney too. And she's done many things, but I, I really like her a lot in Only Murder in the Buildings with Steve Martin and Marty Short. We've, we've watched that. I have, not, I have not seen that. Th- those three are great in that show. Are they really? So that, that's just that's an odd pairing, isn't it? That's For those two guys to hook up with Selena Gomez. I think that's what makes it so fun. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And the last one I, I brought to the table here is, is really uh, you know, a memoriam for Alex Trebek, who would have been 83 today. Oh, passed, wow. Passed yeah. away three years ago. And, and uh, you know, my brother is battling pancreatic cancer, and that's what he passed on. So Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Want, yeah. I'm sorry you're going through that. No, no. But, uh, you know, you got to, you know, people like Alex help brings it to the forefront. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Patrick Swayze, too, I believe, right? Steve Jobs. Yeah. Steve Jobs had it. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. A lot of things to fight against. That's as you know. Yes, this, I know. This is another one. Yes. But that's what I got. All right. Very nice. Very good job. <laughs> Thank I you. I commend you for that. Uh, so today on this, I have the events that occurred on this day, Tom. And uh, the first one will probably be of interest to everybody in this area. In 1796, Cleveland, Ohio was founded by General Moses Cleveland. Uh, originally called Cleveland, Spelled differently, though. It had an A in it. Uh, the public adopted the current name after a newspaper editor noticed the name was too long to fit the page. I guess that extra E uh, was yeah. too much, and so they shortened it. Uh, so Cleveland was founded on this day in 1796. Interesting. Uh, in 1934, uh, outside Chicago's Biograph Theater, public enemy number one, John Dillinger, is mortally wounded by FBI agents. I think that means killed. I think so. Mortally, yeah. <laughs> Why don't they just say killed? Um, they must have really killed him. Mortally yeah, wounded. Yeah, they, they really killed him. Yeah. John Dillinger. Yeah. 
the original gangster. 1994, former NFL running back and broadcaster and actor O.J. Simpson pleads absolutely 100% not guilty of murder. Well, he was and, he was right. That's what they that's what they verdict out of. Yep, that's yeah. that's how. And he's he's a free man, right? He didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said he was not guilty. Found not guilty. Well, he said he's absolutely one hundred percent not guilty. Good job, OJ. In nineteen ninety nine, Tom uh, Woodstock ninety nine music festival begins at Griffiths Park in Rome, New York. Runs until the twenty fifth. Uh, attended by over 200,000 people and ended due to violence and rioting. Mm. That's not the peace and love uh, message that Woodstock, original Woodstock, was trying to uh, convey, was it? No, not at all. I don't remember that either. Yeah, there's there's a pretty good documentary about it. Um, I think it was on Netflix, one of those streaming channels. And yeah, every, the they... They had it on this old military base, and it was all concrete, and um, the facilities were inadequate. There was inadequate bathrooms. They were they were charging an arm and leg for water, uh, and everybody just got really angry, and it didn't end end well. Now, is there any peace and love in this world at all anymore? Anywhere? I'm I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I keep fine. looking, but I'm not finding much. Let's find it. <laughs> Okay, and then finally, on this day in 2023, Dave and Greg Needs an RV records its first episode without Greg. Yes. <laughs> Put that, that to the list. I'll be talking about this for years. That would be today. <laughs> first Greg. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Tom, let's talk about any uh, current, uh, current events or topics of note. Yeah, you got anything? I do have a couple, and one first one comes to mind. I like the big news, you know. Sometimes, well, sometimes the news that not everyone gets to because you got to dig to find the news. Yeah, but, you know, you might know this guy. There's a guy named Aaron Bartholomew who has turned in his pencil collection of sixty nine thousand two hundred and fifty five unique pencils. He's from Iowa. <laughs> this gentleman's from Iowa. From so, Iowa, so you might know him. Yeah, but. Uh, this is this is it's currently being counted to verify for the Guinness Book of World Record records by two officials from the American Pencil Collector Society. Is this true? This is true. I'm still waiting for a punchline here. No, this is true. <laughs> I was going to ask if you knew this guy because you know the, the big exciting things happen in Iowa. This and there, and there's not a lot of people from Iowa, so yeah, I I don't know him, uh, but he's he's going for the wor- uh, Guinness Book World's a rec- wor- world record for. Having the most unique pencils? The most pencils, yeah, unique. Okay. So 69,255 different pencils. It started with businesses in Iowa, individual businesses mm-hmm. in Iowa. So that's okay. a lot of pencils. Dang. I'm so, God, I, I could imagine you could just go forever f- with that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I, I, he's maybe, maybe you can get to 70,000. You might have all of them at this point. That's know. exciting. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, you ready? You have any other comments in Iowa? Because I thought maybe you'd know this gentleman. You don't. You don't know him. No, I do not know okay, him. Okay, all right. Well, you know, another thing I, I found out too is that in in May of this year, uh, a book was returned to the St. Helena Public Library, which is sixty five miles north of San Francisco, and it was a book that was checked out in nineteen twenty seven. So it was returned to the library. <laughs> really, ninety six years later, and you think that's like once in a year story, but mm-hmm. uh, just last month. Uh, the University of West Virginia found a book in a box of donated books, and they I found a mistake, and they returned it to a public library in New Bedford, Massachusetts. 
And this book was checked out February 14th, 1904. Holy so moly. Almost 120 years ago, this book was returned. So, so order is being restored <laughs> in some parts of our, of our world right now, which is, is good to know. And it's I, really good that they brought it back after they were done using it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Honest mistake. A lot of I'm honest sure. people out there. Yeah, it would. You know, and I, I was just thinking to myself, too, that, you know, you probably forgot to take a book back and, and go to the library and taking it out over the years. I, I didn't check a whole lot of books out, Tom, but <laughs> I may have may have forgotten a, a time or two. I'm thinking that maybe when I was 10, I forgot to return a book. And if I and all I can say is that if I live 70 more years and can find that book and return it, I'll break this record. <laughs> well, good luck to you. Yeah. Finding the book, you mean, or living the years? <laughs> good luck on both of them. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Anything else? That's all. I, that's all. That's the only newsworthy items currently I could find. Okay. Did you hear uh, that Tony Bennett uh, just passed away? I yesterday. Did. I did, and you know what? I hung out with Tony Bennett for like three, you're kidding me. Three days in uh, in Scotland. Three days. We stayed in the same hotel on the same floor, a couple doors apart. Had breakfast with him a couple mornings, and yeah. What was he like? Very nice man, gentleman. Really? He really was. And, yeah. and how long ago was this? This would have been the mid-90s. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And what was the occasion that you got to hang out with I him? I was there on business, and he was touring. And it was just by chance? Yeah. He had like, he had like a down day or two. And so, um, yeah, just by the nature of singing in the hallway, on the, he was in the big suite, and I was in a normal room. And, <laughs> And uh, but saw him passing a few times at conversations and yeah, really yeah, was, and you befriended him and it wasn't like arranged or anything. After day three, he knew my name and knew to stay away from me. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but he was a nice guy. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, Tony. He yeah. was uh, ninety six years he, old. He kept his brand relevant a very long time. He it's sure not, did. Not easy to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, up to the up to the end there, he was like doing duets with Lady Gaga. He, yeah. he did a lot of duets with a lot of famous people. Uh, have you heard about uh, two big movie premieres that, that happened yesterday? Barbie, the movie. Yeah. And the other one is Oppenheimer or Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, the guy that uh, invented the atomic bomb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You going to go see either one of those? I would go see Oppenheimer. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm not going to go see Barbie. No, I'll pass on that. Yeah. <laughs> Shiloh's too young to drag me there, thank God. So yeah. I'll focus on Oppenheimer. A lot of people were talking about going to both of them. Like a lot of people were going to go to Barbie and then they were going to like right after that go to Oppenheimer. That's <laughs> kind of a weird combo. But I think they were calling it Barbenheimer or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. Give that a try. Yeah, I would, I would like to see the uh, Oppenheimer one. Um, and... In other news, the NFL has cleared the way for the sale of the Washington football team. About time. Was, <laughs> it's been coming at us for That's a been long a hot time. mess, hasn't yeah, it? It's been a hot mess. So, yes, Washington is going to be under new ownership. Bye bye, Daniel Snyder. What a train wreck you were. Yeah. <laughs> So it's amazing. He uh, people have known that for a long time. It's amazing. I guess when you have money and ownership and whatever, he, he kept around a long time. But he was bad news for a long time. Yeah, it, the you know investigation for toxic work environment and yeah, Daniel was just a mess. Yep. Okay. Wish him the best as well. But uh, 
Might be too late for him. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so what have you been up to, Tom? Uh, I wanted to talk about your transition to retirement, what that's been like for you. I know it's been recent. Uh, what, when did you retire officially? Was it December last year? January 4th. Was January 4th. Yeah, last day in the office. Okay. Uh, so tell me tell me how you found it. First of all, for, I have a question for you. First of all, how's Jan holding up? <laughs> well... Pretty well, actually. <laughs> I, um, I I just do what she tells me, so it's been working out okay. rather nicely. Yeah, very I, smart man I, you are. You know, yes, exactly. And I, I think I owe it to her after all that she's let me do <laughs> and tolerated for many years. But yeah, but uh, it, it's a blessing. Retirement. It it you, you know you miss the people, you miss the problems, mm-hmm. the challenges. But man, it's great owning your calendar. Oh it's, yeah, it's so great owning your calendar. Matter of fact, I I have to count on maybe one or two hands, the number of times I've had to set an alarm clock in the morning. Nice. And the number one reason that I've had to set my alarm clock is to make a tea time. Oh, yeah. that's even better. That's, so that's my life right now. Good for, how's the golf game? Are you getting better? No. <laughs> <laughs> now I took some lessons because I was got real serious about this. My last lesson, my instructor told me to uh, take a couple weeks off and then uh, quit for good. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not really encouraging no, person, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, it's it, it is what it is, right? It's fun. It, it's still fun. But boy, it uh, you, you know you you have problems off the tee, you fix that, then your short game goes to hell. And oh yeah, it's the way it goes. Golf and, golf is tough. Golf is tough. It's fun. Uh, I heard a little story about you breaking your phone and ha- and having to get a new one, and uh, that was some sort of an ordeal, wasn't it? Well, it is because you know that you know I, I've got this phone right here. I, I didn't get it fixed. It still has all the shattered uh, marks on it. Yeah, and uh, the screen. But you know, I'm used to anything go wrong. I just bring it to the office and <laughs> hand it to somebody to fix. Right. So, I first time ever I've done this because I never did. I dropped the phone and the screen shattered, and I'm like, what am I going to do? And so I got to take care of this myself. <laughs> And um, that's that is probably the most stressful moment in retirement I've had thus far. You I, don't have an assistant to I, help you I now. I don't have anybody to take care of my mistakes, to clean up my Uh-oh. messes. Yeah, that's the life of a of a retired executive, yeah, I guess. It is. Man. It is. Oh man. <laughs> uh, now you recently did some mulching. I understand too. Yeah, you got to do something with all that time, right? Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, and I, I. You know, I kind of like doing that stuff. I like being outside. Absolutely. Like, yeah, you know, so it's not, um, I thrive on it. And Jan asked why. And it's like, no, it's good exercise. I like doing it. It's, it's you know, you, you see the results of your day. Unlike yeah. a lot of things that we, we work hard for a living, it takes time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it was it was fun. I did it myself. I bought a, tre- I bought a trencher. So I did my own trenching, raked the old beds, and put down 15 uh, yards of 15 mulch. yards. All yourself? Yeah, all myself. Holy cow. Did you, what did you use, a wheelbarrow? Yeah. Nice. Shovel, wheelbarrow. Yeah, I did it. How yeah. many days did that take you? It took me three days. That yeah. sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, I lost 10 pounds those three days. <laughs> I, I put eight of them back on. But I, it was <laughs> good for you. It was just all water weight, right? <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, you forgot to hydrate? <laughs> if, I did, if I did that every day, though, I'm sure I'd be in better shape. But uh, <laughs> I got it done. Now, we recently were guests uh, of you and Jan, and several, you know, several other people were. And you did a surf and turf at your house. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming, but you open your mouth up sometimes, you know, that happens. Well, how did you get into that situation? 
Well, I, our, our friend Mr. Teed, I blame oh, him like for everything that happened. Yeah, it's yeah. the seven degrees of Greg Teed. Yeah, we were all going to get together on a Friday on uh, St. Patty's Day or something. I yep. think for to watch foot, uh, basketball. Yep, and March on, Madness. And on that night, Thursday night, Arizona was playing um, uh, Princeton. Mm-hmm. He, he has roots with the Sun at yep. Princeton, and he said it was a close game. He texts out, "If Princeton wins this game, I'm buying. I'm paying the bar tab tomorrow." And <laughs> Princeton shockingly won the game. They did. 15 seed. That's right. So the next day, I, I went to school for a while at Fairleigh Dickinson University, New Jersey. They're playing number one seed at Purdue. <laughs> and I said, if if FDU wins this game, I'm buying surf and turf for the entire group. <laughs> and Fairleigh Dickinson pulled the upset. So what were the odds, did you think, at the time when you made that exclamation that that, that I, would happen? I thought I was pretty safe. I wasn't worried at all. <laughs> But it makes a, it was a great evening. The sixteen versus one, and it happened. <laughs> and I have to tell you that I I've never really uh, eaten much lobster, so that was like my first foray into lobster eating. Oh my goodness, that was good. That was a good and night. The, and the fillets that you made were also perfectly cooked. Uh, that was that was definitely the best meal I've had all year. Well, I appreciate that, and I will tell you when it's, we had good material. So the only thing you can do is screw it up. So <laughs> I, I think I came through that night, and that was uh, for some of the best people in the world. Following a, you know, uh, I didn't think that would happen. Let me ask you a question: yeah. Is it intimidating cooking for David Ramsey? You know what it used to be. Yeah, it used to be. But you know what? You get more used to it now. I um, I tell you what. He, we have a thing where uh, you know we have a mutual respect after all. Uh-huh. That doing it. But I, I say that kiddingly because I tell him that I can make a lobster tail on a steak because you know who can't. But he makes things like chicken thighs, taste like <laughs> the most unbelievable meal that you've ever had he with does. his spices and his seasonings and his he flavors. Does. And, you know, I'm not that kind of a cook. I just get good raw material and don't screw it up. He can take <laughs> anything, spice it up, and make it wonderful. Yeah, he's he's a damn good cook. And, and I always thought it would be intimidating cooking for him. But, uh, no, you did a great job. It was so good. Yeah, well, thank you. And we'll do it again. Matter of fact, you know, every year a 16 beats a one. I'm serving you guys surf and turf every year. Oh, really? Yeah, that's I've just followed that up. It's happened once so far. And what's the chances of lightning <laughs> striking twice? Is that the first time it ever happened? It ever happened, yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. I thought it happened one other time, but I guess not. No. 15s have beaten twos. It's the first time that uh, a 16 beat a one. Iowa State, Iowa State, I believe, was the number two, and they got beat by a 15. Yeah. That's... Yeah. So, yeah. so next year, cheer for all four 16s if you want another. Okay. Like that, so. Well, if I get a, if I get eaten like that, I'm definitely cheering <laughs> that way. That was great. Bring it on. So you and I, uh, on Thursday night, not together, but we were going to go to the Jason Aldean concert. What happened? Well, it rained cats and dogs. There's lightning strikes and, and uh, unbelievable downpour in the parking lot. But... Uh, the beer was still all gone. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. We were we were in the parking lot, and we saw, you know, even though I didn't get to see Jason Aldean because the, the concert was postponed, I saw a lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw a lot of stuff. Exactly. We saw these people that were in front of us. They had this. Have you ever seen a collapsible outhouse? So this was like a this was like a little tent. I've seen an outhouse collapse before. <laughs> this was like a tent made of fabric, but it was just, you know, cylindrical and you got in there and did your business. They had a bucket in there and 
is is actually pretty handy, and they needed it. <laughs> well, every year I get older, I'm, sounds like a better idea. I tell you, now, Allison, Allison's already got busy, uh, got busy researching, and I think we're going to be the owners of one soon. <laughs> I look forward to that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, are you watching anything good on TV? You know, I, I've never I watch more TV now than ever, and um, but it's amazing how much is on. But we just finished Ted Lasso. Oh, nice. Which uh, is an easy, fun show to watch. Really so is that. Ted Lasso done now? He's done. Four seasons and there won't be any more. Okay, I, we, have not, uh, we have not finished that, so I don't know, I don't know how that ends. Yeah, and then um, I know we're late to the party, but we're deep into succession now. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, which is also very, intri- very <laughs> captivating. And, ver- and the writers, the lines they have in that are unbelievable. <laughs> They're hilarious. Actually. Yeah, yeah. That the youngest son, he's he's quite a he's quite an eccentric dude. Uh, yeah. The uh, yeah, that's that's quite a show. Um, any any similarities uh, between that and and what you did for a living? Not much. <laughs> Not much. No, I think. Yeah, I think in a big company, those kind of people would get fired pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud to say where I worked it, you know, there was high integrity. You That's know, good. Yeah, you know, people, I mean, people have, uh, it's misconceptions and conceptions. Where I was at, people worked hard. Yeah. And they, uh, they didn't lie, they didn't cheat, they didn't steal. They yeah. Had, they had to deliver results. So. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the way it is pretty much everywhere now. So More places than not, that's for sure. I know, yeah. I've worked for some real characters before in my career, though. You know. <laughs> those will never go away. I'm not sure we want those <laughs> to go away. Uh... <laughs> uh, so I have been watching, uh, Allison and I have been watching um, – a show called Quarterback on Netflix. Have you heard about that? A little bit, yeah. It's very good, yeah. and of course, there it's it's a it's basically a documentary that covers the, all of last season, and it covers three quarterbacks: um, Marcus Mariota of the Atlanta Falcons, Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings, as you know, that's my team, and Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs, who I sat next to on a plane one time. Um, I tell everybody that story. I, I, you know what? And he's, I'm sure he's still talking about that as well. <laughs> he has no recollection of it whatsoever. <laughs> it was actually before he was famous. Uh, like, only he was famous, but uh, he wasn't starting. Alex Smith was still starting. And he had a bye week, and he was uh, going down to Lubbock where he played college ball. And that's actually where my oldest went to college down in Texas Tech. And uh, I flew a lot for work, and so I got upgraded frequently, as you can probably relate to. And I barely made my plane, and I sit down, and I'm looking in the corner of my eye, and I see this hair <laughs> sitting next to me. And then I kind of look down, and there's this Louis Vuitton wallet, and I'm going, okay. I'm like, is that Patrick Mahomes? And uh, I kind of got a good glimpse of him, and kind of Patrick Mahomes. So I, I talked to him a little bit. Didn't bother him. I did snap a selfie with him though. So yeah, I've yeah. seen that. I've That's seen my. That. I don't think I'd believe the story, but I have seen the selfie. So <laughs> I, I knew mean. nobody would believe me unless I got the picture. <laughs> so I got the picture, and I'd, I'd had a few drinks, so I had the courage to ask him. So he was yeah. really cool. He was really cool. Most everybody that I know that's even crossed paths with him say that he's. Classy guy, yeah. Classy guy, and so you, so this this show, you see everything during the whole season. You see what these guys do to prepare, and there's a lot more that goes into it than I thought. I mean, you know, Kirk Cousins is doing all this, 
neuro work with this brain and, and it talks about how they have to memorize everything and they have to be so prepared and the things that they have to do to get their bodies ready. It's, it's really, you know, I've, I've got a newfound respect for Kirk Cousins, uh, which I've talked about with my buddy, Farmer Mike, who is a Chiefs fan. And he even said he, he respects Kirk Cousins a little more now. So I think it's going to do well for Kirk. Um, the, the three guys are very different, very different guys. You know, Kirk never cusses. Like, a cuss word for Kirk is golly. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes is, you know, MFR. And, you know, he, he cusses when he's out on the field, which is fine. Uh, he's a great competitor. Yeah. You know, and then Marcus Mariota is like a veteran now. And he's kind of a – he's been benched, and now he's back, and he's having a revival. And, <clears throat> and uh, it's a good show. It's a good show. I highly recommend it. I will get to that one. And I don't know if you, you probably never watched this show, but have you heard of the show Justified? No, I have not. <laughs> so Greg would come over uh, very frequently to my house uh, back in the early, yeah, early 2020s, and we would watch a show called Justified. It's about this kind of bounty hunter kind of guy in, in Kentucky, and it's very rednecky and his name's Raylan Givens, and he's just so cool, and he's just a badass. And so he, there's another, there's another, uh, there's 15 years later, Raylan uh, has to go up to Detroit, and it's just, I just started watching it, but it's really good. The Return of Raylan. I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> now, I, now I understand that uh, that chain, that text chain a little bit more with the Raylan. I didn't quite get that. Now, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you got yeah. it now. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, Raylan Givens, he's back. All right. So, uh, Tom, what I usually do when Greg, when Greg is here, uh, we fact check the last episode because Greg usually says several things that are just wrong and I have to go back and, and correct him. But since he's not here, we're going to skip that. We're going to skip that oh, uh, segment okay. right now. Okay, I know you won't make any mistakes. I never make any mistakes. So there's nothing to, there's yeah. nothing to fact check. To Tom, I've sent fact checks and they were all on Greg. <laughs> That's right. He had Big Poppy in the wrong country and all that kind of stuff. Yes. It makes it really, really... I, he, yeah. the, the mouth opens and the lies spew. I mean, it's just, it's, it's yeah. hard to compile all of the lies and, and, and non-factual information yeah, yeah. that he spews. He's sometimes wrong, but he's never in doubt. <laughs> he's never in doubt, no. That's right. And then oh. when, you tell, when you tell him he's wrong, he's not wrong. No, no. You, that, you better take a step back. You must be that. wrong. That's right. All right. Well, uh, Tom, what do you say we get into our first segment? Let's do that. All right, it's time for Dave and Tom's can't miss pickup lines. And uh, Greg usually does the intro for this, but I'm going to try. Um, listeners, Tom and I don't need don't need any women. We've got all the love and we can handle at home. Is that right? Yes, we do. <laughs> but we want to help you young listeners out and give you some advice that, you know, maybe if you're lonely at night and maybe if you, you know, you you want to find somebody that uh, that these lines we're about to give you can help you out. They can make, maybe help you land somebody. These have worked for us in the past. Um, the way past <laughs> long time ago, of course, you know, we don't need them, but, uh, we like to pass, we, we like to pass along our knowledge to you young listeners. So, uh, Tom and I are going to give you our can't miss pickup lines. Tom, why don't you go first? Here we go. You know, 
I think you may be the sole reason for global warming. <laughs> Ooh, she's very hot, huh? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Must be causing that heat dome that's going on <laughs> going on around here. Have you seen some of those temperatures? Yeah, it's just kind of concerning, isn't it? Holy moly! Yeah. If this is if it's hot women that's making that happen, though, we can all live with it. I think. Though, right? I think we'll be yeah, all right. Okay, yeah, okay, that's sorry. yeah. We can. Not, yeah, we'll deal yeah, with that. All right. <laughs> okay. Here's mine. When I was born, I had two choices. One was to have a perfect memory. And the other one was to have a huge penis. Unfortunately, I can't remember which one I chose. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I get a little racy yeah. on this sometimes. Yeah. Greg, Greg's always like, oh. <laughs> You're up. All righty. Here we go. This is one. Um, uh, this is actually from Matthew Perry from Fool's Rush. And I always Ooh, love this line. I love uh, this. Yeah, it says, uh, you are everything I never knew I always wanted. Oh, nice. So that's, <laughs> that's not in, that, you know, that's just nice, that one there. That's uh, from a movie called Fools Rush yeah, In yeah. with Matthew Perry. Exactly. How do you remember things like that? You have, yeah. a, you have a memory that, like, you, you memorize, you can remember jokes. Well, that was a good line, though. I had to remember that one. So you just remember it. Yeah. yeah. I can never remember something like that. That's good. Yeah. I just noticed that you're wearing a yeah, Kansas City Royals uh, World Champions. It's your neuron honor, too. <laughs> you knew I was going to notice it at some point, right? Exactly. I appreciate you yeah. wearing that. That's uh, 2015, correct? Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, that was great. Uh, okay, so here's my, here's my last uh, pickup line. Can I follow you home? Because my mama always told me to follow my dreams. <laughs> a little bit creepy yeah yeah a little is. creepy a little stalky yeah, it is so i think we do good with these lines i i i think so too yeah, i the, think again the purpose is to help people out yeah and who needs greg all right tom it's time for our next segment and, you know, once in a while, usually, I guess, um, you know, we, we, we differ, we vary our topics from time to time, our segments, uh, but we, we often have one that's called the great debate. And I just wanted to do a turn on this one a, a little bit. We're going to call this one the Greg debate. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to debate not against each other, but we're just going to have a philosophical discussion on the merits and the drawbacks of Greg. Yeah, because I think you and I are going to be in agreement. <laughs> I think so, too. Now, I wrote, I wrote all of what I wrote before I read, because you, you sent me, like, your notes. And Couple thoughts, yeah. Greg never sends me his notes. I never know what, I never know what he's going to talk about, so it's always a surprise to me. Yeah. But uh, I think you and I are, are a little bit similar on some things. But uh, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, Greg and, um, you know, the good things about Greg and maybe the not-so-good things about Greg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he has a long list of good things, but let's not take a look at that list. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think we'll we'll touch on that at the end, just briefly. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's talk about you know things we don't like about Greg. <laughs> okay. Or maybe maybe his his uh, shortcomings. Yeah, exactly. how, how how about we put it that way? righty. Sounds good. You want me to start? Yeah. Why don't you start? Uh, the first thing I had, uh, Tom, is Greg. Greg has a very hard time saying thank you. I, I can probably count on one hand, and 
not using all my fingers the number of times he sincerely said thank you to me. Yeah, but he says thank you. He says thank you to, uh, in my case, to Jan a lot. Yeah. He yeah doesn't Does he ever me. thank you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. It's expe- expectation I think he carries because he's Greg Teed. Yeah. He'll tell you what he needs. Yeah. And then you'll supply what he needs. And then you'll wait. And you'll wait. And you'll wait for those two magic words. I know. That I, never never come from I, Greg. We're probably in the same boat on this one. I'm tired of trying to seek his approval. <laughs> it's just never coming. I think it's it never coming. Out. No, it's never coming. Yeah. Now he will talk he will talk well about you behind your back. Yeah. I've I've seen him do that many times. But when that person that he's spoken so fondly of is there, you get nothing. Yeah. Well, at least he doesn't take, speak bad about you behind your back. He does that to your face. And that's <laughs> he does. Yeah. He sure does. That's true. <laughs> what did you have? Well, you know, the first thing I just wanted to say of my, my observation was he married way up. Oh, my goodness. Yes, he did. <laughs> you know, I mean, Liz is beautiful. What a wonderful woman. How did he pull that off? I, I really don't know. I think, um, yeah, there there had to be some sort of bribery or payoff or uh, you know, he had something against somebody. You think he was charming when he was young and has lost it since then? Well, that's possible because yeah. he has been deceitful a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Maybe he just falsely charmed Liz, you know, and, and then now Liz is just enduring. Yeah, he definitely treat. he definitely said thank you to her a lot and treated her a lot. He must have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if he still does. I think he does. Actually. I hope so. Yeah, I yeah, hope so. Yeah. yeah. Well, good, good I don't think him. Liz would take his too much. No, of his crap. she wouldn't. No. I mean, Liz doesn't put up as much crap as we do. No, no, that's for <laughs> sure. I think that's our, our place in his life. Now she, gonna, now yeah. she might want to debate us on that. <laughs> uh, here's, here's another one that I had. Uh, Greg is always very stressed and very busy, except when he's on vacation, <laughs> which think- seems to be all the time. No, and he is busy guy. He is stressed, but um, maybe that's why he justifies all these vacations that he goes on. And maybe, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. But, he, um, he really has taken self-care to a new level. Yeah. <laughs> he has. He has. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm more envious about all his vacations than I am anything Me else. Me too. He pulls them off. So yeah. If I'm really honest here. He, but I don't know how he gets his work done. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. I don't want to say it's because he's good. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. So anyway, but um, what else did you have? You know, the only, the only thing I had too is, uh, and this is part of, um, you know, I don't really know how to explain, but no steak is good enough for Greg T. <laughs> you know, he's got to go with Snake River Farms Wagyu steak, right? He can't go to Farmer's Rail and get a couple steaks. He is kind of a one upper when it comes he, to that, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. He is. I've I mean, noticed that with wine too. Yeah, it's he, all, he loves the expensive meat and the expensive wine. Yeah, and I think I think maybe that starts with, you know, he got Liz, and now yeah. he just always aims high, you know, and aims high, and he, you know, I don't yeah. know. I think he thinks he's entitled to the, yeah. to the best of the best. Yeah, and most of the time, that son of a bitch pulls it off, he too. Does. Yes, yeah, oh, I son of a gun. <laughs> Sorry, I swore you. <laughs> oh, you could swear on this show. Yes. I don't care. Yeah, but anyway, I just noticed that because uh, I settle for a lesser piece of steak than he does. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> I settle for Kirkland wine, and uh, I'll take an uh, FDA choice. Yeah. That's fine with me. 
Yeah, but you know, I'll just give you the last one I really had right okay. follow this one is, um, and maybe you can put this into a positive, but he's got these high standards, but then he's a lifelong Bears fan. <laughs> all comes crashing down. So there's a level of incon- a consistency of loyalty, but uh, an inconsistency of, uh, of of standards there. The only reason I like having him over here, because uh, he, he usually comes over to watch NFL with me because I'm not – I'm not too cheap to pay for the NFL ticket. He is. So we <laughs> He's got to save his money for those vacations. You know? Exactly. So we we set up the TV. I set up the TV. The big screen is always for the Vikings and he gets the little 36-inch screen. And he's always complaining about it. And then I never give him the sound either. And to watch him uh get so aggravated with the Bears, it's it's really funny. It's it's a comical thing. And does he thank you then at all? Okay. No, 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 no. He only complains about yeah. the small screen and the no volume. Yeah. <laughs> and he even wants me, when the Vikings have a commercial, he wants me to turn it to the Bears game. And I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he really gets into the, he get, really gets excited when they uh, beat the spread. <laughs> <laughs> that's a victory <laughs> that's when right. you're a that's Bears right. fan. Yes, it is. <laughs> the, the last thing I had, uh, you know, about a, a drawback of Greg is, and maybe this isn't really a drawback, maybe it's just a reflection on Greg, is that uh, all of his longtime friends end up liking me more than they like him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true statement. I mean, yeah. I've got Ray, and then I just met, I met his, uh, his foursome friends from Chicago, and they really took a liking to me too. They they um, raved about me, and uh, um, yeah, it must be it must say something about Greg. Yeah, because uh, they all like me better. Because full disclosure, I like you more than I like Greg. Too. <laughs> that's, that's what you, this segment's Tom. all about, right? I really appreciate <laughs> that. Right. I really appreciate that. Okay, so on this Greg debate, uh, we've agreed uh, we've agreed on a lot of things. Okay, so we've been we've been a little hard on him. Been a little hard on the teetster. Uh, what are what are uh, one or two things nice that you would say about him? And let's not go overboard, please. No, I, <laughs> I, I would just say like any true friend, if uh, you were in need, he'd be there for you, and, and without a doubt. I I had to say I I put Greg is loyal down. Like that's he, exactly what I have. He's a very loyal guy. Um, and again, I didn't read yours before I wrote mine. So uh, Greg is Greg's. Greg's there for you when you need him, and uh, he's a good he's a good friend. Yes. What else is. did you put? That's really all. I had. <laughs> That's really all I had. You know, unfortunately, the realization I was when, I, when you put the segment down, I said, "Greg, gonna let him have it," <laughs> and then I thought about it and I couldn't come up with anything. It was kind of a. <laughs> well, the other, the other nice thing that I said about Greg is that he does show up on time. He's usually he's usually punctual when he says he's going to be somewhere. And once in a while, he fails, but. Uh, He's one of the more punctual guys I've I've been around, yeah. and I think maybe that's just his executive background and and uh, you know the expectations. But I do like that about him, I guess. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things to like about Greg. There really are. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're ha- you know, of course we're having fun since he's not here, and and uh, you know we're going to see how long it takes him to realize that what we've done. <laughs> And that we didn't include him on the uh, super 30th uh, episode of, of this show. But, uh, you know, everything, every bit of grief Greg gets kind of deserves it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
All right, Tom. It's it's time for everybody's favorite part of the episode. It's time for Tom's dad joke of the episode. And you know what? I even like it better this week because I don't have to call you and we're not going to have any technical difficulties. <laughs> no, we've done pretty good with that. I've been pretty reliable on the other end of the it's phone. It's not you. It's yeah. me. It's it's me calling you and making sure you're hooked into the board and, you know, sometimes I screw up. You know, I've done I've done these jokes from some odd places out there. I've had pictures of me <laughs> and huddled in uh, corners at the restaurants and uh, I would know. love to see somebody like walking by you and say, "What is that dude doing? <laughs> Who's he talking to?" <laughs> yeah, people come up and you just tell them to back off. You got something important to do. But we we really appreciate the sacrifice uh, that you make to uh, day in day out perform at a high level on this on this show with your dad jokes of the episode well we are going to keep it clean today partly because i get a little nervous being in person and everything when well, you don't want to get you don't want to get pgd after you no i don't i, <laughs> I don't i don't and i um but no i don't especially <laughs> especially on episode 30 especially filling the big shoes of greg t we're going to keep it clean <laughs> okay now one of these i think you've heard before but i you know i'm in my office now at home office doing 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 some work a few things still involved with some local charities and mm-hmm. things like that and i looked out the window and uh, I saw two birds eating ice cream. Okay. Yeah. And, and I took a closer look and uh, got my binoculars out, and they were Baskin Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> I did not read your jokes. Oh, so no. these are these are like surprising. Yeah. Now, you texted that a little bit I ago, did. did you? Yeah, yes. Yeah, that, did. That's did. good. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, though. Yeah. And you know, we got a new neighbor next door now. We oh. they, they keep turning over in the uh, Ramsey's old house. Yeah. And I went over to meet the guy, and he, okay. had, uh, he had two dogs. Uh huh. And uh, they were nice dogs, friendly dogs. And uh, I asked him what, what their names are. And he said, uh, Timex and Rolex. And I said, really? He said, uh, he says, yeah, they're my watchdogs. <laughs> you really did uh, keep it clean. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, one, I got one more clean one. I do give you a bonus. I, I was thinking, okay, is he going to say something about it takes a licking? And, yeah. and then is it going to go south? But watchdogs, uh, that's... That's nice. I'll make up for it next time. <laughs> I, now, August 1st, Jay and I have an anniversary coming up. So I went, oh, congratulations. I went down to the jewelry art to uh, just kind of get a look on maybe something for I hope she's, yeah. yeah, you know, and uh, and I went in there and there was a pirate in the store. Okay. And uh, he bought this nice set of earrings, really nice. And I mm-hmm. went up to him and I said, uh, I said, you get those for your wife? He said, yeah. I said, uh, how much did you pay for those? He said, buccaneer. <laughs> It's funnier when you're sitting right here. <laughs> They're not all funny. <laughs> but you didn't even give me a chance oh. to say if uh, if that's not good enough, I'll try harder <laughs> next time. But I will. I'll try harder next time. Yeah. Sorry. I yeah. That's your catchphrase every time. So you know you did you you always do great. Okay. So uh, Tom, we are up to our top five list, and since I knew you were coming on the show, I thought I would make it something that you know a whole lot about because I real I really respect. Uh, that you're from this area, uh, lifelong uh, been around this area, and you really know sports. Um, you have the biggest sports apparel collection I have ever seen in my life. I think you could wear something that would delight any person of any any fan of any team. Uh, you're sporting a Kansas City Royals world champion uh uh, what do you call that? Uh, World Series champions. Yeah, yeah it's a pullover pull yeah. pullover uh, 
uh, quarter zip. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was yeah. looking for. But that that that, that thing's sweet. Thank you. And then you've got a you've got a uh, uh, major league baseball hat on. It's like the major league baseball emblem. Yeah, it is. It is. I I do have a lot of stuff, Mister Baseball. <laughs> so, um, what I wanted to cover on this top five list is the top five favorite Cleveland athletes of all time. Yeah. Okay. And this is your list. This isn't anybody else's list. This is I want to hear. I want to hear what Tom Hablitzel has to say about his favorite athletes in Cleveland of all time. Well, thanks for this. And I want you to go um, five, five to one. one. Yeah. Yes. And I did think about this because there's a lot of names and they pop in and out. Uh-huh. And, but this is the final five list. Okay. For the call. Number five is Leroy Kelly. Remember him, a running back? He's in the Hall of Fame. I but, do not remember him. But when as a kid... He was what? the first star. And then running backs back then were the big deal, right? They always talk about now yeah. about not paying him back when it was a running league, not a passing league. What year was that? Leroy Kelly was, uh, I remember him in his prime in the late 60s, and then he played into the early 70s, but a football Hall of Famer. Okay. 1,000 yards every year, number 44. That was slightly before my time. My, slightly. That would be my first favorite player okay. of all time. So he makes the... He makes the list at uh, Leroy Kelly, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, great one back. Number four, probably the most exciting baseball player that I've seen in the Cleveland uniform, Kenny Lofton. Oh, nice. Yes. He was he was Mr. Excitement, right? Yes. Lots of fun. And uh, number three, to bring a current host. Kenny Lofton, he, was he a center fielder? Yes, he was. Yes, he was fast. Yes. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, very good hitter. Speedy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Very fast. Um, Good, good center fielder. Yeah, you know he uh, went to the Final Four as a basketball player with the University of Arizona. I don't know if you knew that about him. I'm not athlete. sure if I knew that. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, Mark Shapiro, when they traded for him and then he became a star, he said, Kenny Lofton's not a baseball player. He's a great athlete in a baseball uniform. There you go. Yeah, there you really, go. Really, really, really pr- exciting. Proves it. Number three, I'm going to put Jose Ramirez on because oh. – uh, you know, he's he's loyal to Cleveland. He stayed in town, took the hometown discount, and um, for a whole generation of Cleveland fans, he's the real deal. He kills the Royals every time we play him, too. Every time. Kills a lot of teams. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's good. He is good. Classy guy. Classy, too. Wish you hope he's good for a Now, have you met him? Can't say I have. Oh, wow. No, can't say okay. I have. Um, and number two. Number two, it's LeBron James. Okay, yeah. of course. Yeah, because uh, the only you know the '64 Browns, I don't remember, but the only Cleveland sports championship in my lifetime, and you know he's a complex personality and yep. uh, and bigger than life, but he brought a lot of excitement to this town, and I'll always be grateful. And, and uh, local guy, yeah, and uh, yeah, he brought the championship, and uh, you know you can think what you want about LeBron, but uh, you, know, you can't deny the talent. No, I no. mean, he's you know, all time. I think he's all time NBA scoring leader yeah, now. Yes, yeah. Um, Ask Kareem. And sure. uh, how old is he now? Is he thirty eight? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he's got some more. He's got some more gas in the tank well, he too, takes right? So, he takes so good care of himself. He's so committed to his craft. It's hard not to respect him. And the thing, and, uh, the thing I would say about LeBron is that he's he's never really had uh, a big controversy. Like he's never really gotten in big trouble. You know, like you see, and you know, he came right out of high school and into the NBA, right? He didn't even go to college. Nope. So, you know, having that kind of a transition and not making those life mistakes, that's, that's, there's something to be said for that. 
Yeah, he runs a tight circle and and for good reason. It's good. And, uh, yeah, excellent. So hard not to respect him. Like yeah, him, I respect him and and for sure. I agree. And gratefully, he spent so many years in Cleveland. Yep. And the number one, it uh, a little more obscure, but uh, the prime. You know, you're your prime sports fan, like in high school or college, and the yeah. man was. Uh, Brian Sight, MVP of the uh, NFL in 1980, the Cardiac Kids. Um, there's not a period of time that was more fun in my lifetime than when Brian Sight was. Brian Sight, okay. I, I uh, would, you know, 13th round jet draft choice out of San Diego State and, uh, you know, one win away from the Super Bowl with Brian Sight. I was not expecting that from you. Yeah, yeah. So he was one win away from the Super Bowl? Yeah. What year was that? Do you remember? It was 80. Then they lost to the Raiders when he threw an interception, unfortunately. Mm. Red right 88 in the old stadium. Yeah. And, yeah, it cost him. Man. Raiders went on and won the Super Bowl then. Okay. Well, that's a great list. I I appreciate you sharing that. I still have a Brian Sype jersey of all that. uh, Okay. All right. Well, here, here's my way less qualified list. Uh, we had a couple similarities on it, actually, um, which surprised me a bit. One of them didn't surprise me. The other one really did. Um, and then there was one that I had that I'm really surprised you didn't have. So number five, I had good old Bernie Kozar. <laughs> I remember him. Uh, He's number six. Two, oh, was he? <laughs> yeah, okay, good, good, good. So I'm not entirely off base. Uh, you know, Bernie... You can't say things about, you know, making mistakes in life like you can about LeBron, about Bernie, because Bernie's made some mistakes, but he was fun to watch. He was unorthodox as a quarterback, uh, you know, not being a Cleveland fan. I remember him very well. He was, he was to me, he was probably the best quarterback that Cleveland ever had um, from an outsider's perspective. So I had mm-hmm. Bernie at number five. Number four, I also had Kenny Lofton. I thought about all the baseball players. Um, and I, you know, I know I'm, I'm a pretty good baseball fan, uh, although I'm a Royals fan, but I remember Kenny Lofton, uh, you know, when, when Jacobs field was first built and, and you guys were selling out, God, you sold out every game. And I remember seeing some games here and I always remember Kenny Lofton. He was the real deal. I liked him. Number three, I had Jim Tomey, um, big old slugger, uh, yeah, he was a royal killer as well. <laughs> All the Cleveland Indian good guys were royal killers, but uh, it was fun to watch Jim Tomey get a hold of one and just bomb it. Um, so he was my number three. Number two, just like you, I had LeBron James. Uh, how can you not have him on your list? He brought the uh, brought the championship here in, was it 2015? 16. 16, 16 okay, uh, with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then he, then he moved on down the road. And then in my number one, I had Jim Brown. You know, um, Jim Brown was before me. I mean, if you would have had me put a, a before my lifetime, I'm for sure he'd be there. He'd yeah, be there. and he was before me also, uh, obviously. But uh, the the video I've seen on him and the stories I've read and everything I have learned about Jim Brown, he may be one of the best – uh, players uh, in the NFL of all time, um, from what I can, from most, what I can gather. Most people still say he is the man. Yeah, yeah, the goat. Yeah, so that's why I put him at number one. And you know, the greatest lacrosse player of all time in this country, All American at Syracuse, Jim Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just he was he was a Renaissance man. I mean, he could do everything, and he acted, um, and he was, uh, you know, he was uh, what what would you call it? Ab- ab- advocate. 
uh, for civil rights and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So he was a, he was a complex dude, but a great athlete. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He retired too soon. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, there's our, there's our top five. Did we do okay? I think, I think we, we did great. Did I do okay? I think you did. I was impressed. Do you want, do you want to hear my honorable mention? My next five though, to wrap this up? You yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, I Bernie Kozar. Okay. Greg Pruitt, if you remember Yes. Him. Mark Price. Greg Pruitt had a fumble in a playoff game, didn't he? Like no, at the goal line? No, Ernest Biner. Oh, Ernest yeah, Biner. Yeah. Okay. Don't take that out of the way. <laughs> uh, but I love Ernest Biner, too. But Greg Pruitt, Mark Price, uh, Manny Ramirez. I always love Manny. I had Mark Price on my list, and I replaced him with Kenny Lofton, actually. I, you're splitting hairs when you get to things. Yep. And last was Omar Vizquel made my last Oh, yeah. Game. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, it. Sandy Alomar? Oh, there's so many. Yeah, he's right there. He's yeah. he's in the next wave of five. Uh, was Roberto Alomar? Was he uh, was shorter he period of Cleveland? time? Yeah, shorter period of time. And who was who was the uh, the slug? Albert Bell. Did you have oh. him? You know what? I love Albert. He Bell. was a he character. Was, yeah, yeah. He was yeah temper. <laughs> his fuse was very short. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Oh that, no, that that's great. What about Charlie Sheen? Did he make your list? <laughs> a wild thing, yeah. That, 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 yes, of, yes, he does. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Tom, we are up to listener questions, and we have a couple of listener questions. Uh, for both of us uh, today, I let a few people know that it was going to be you uh, instead. So uh, we have our first question from Abe Rell. You may know her. Uh, she asks both of us, Dave and Tom, what would you say, Jan, what, what would Jan say is her favorite thing about you and the thing that irritates her most about you? Wow. Favorite and most irritating. What would Jan say? I think most favorite is um, I, I don't I don't really get mad. I, I mean, we, we've only had maybe raised our voices at each other two times in our lifetime. That's awesome. Yeah, I've never seen you mad. No, she, that I knew of. I think she respects that because what she knows about other people and it's just not normal. So I think she's thankful that that's the way I am. And, cool. Yeah. And the and uh, what bothers her the most is I'll turn this kind of positive because I do everything she asks me to do, but not always right away. <laughs> Your timeliness, maybe. Well, you know, I should maybe jump a little quicker sometimes, but uh, it's there. I'll get to it. But uh. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm going to answer as if uh, for what I would think Allison would say, and so I would say. This is what I think she would say about her favorite thing about me. Uh, I would say that I make her laugh, um, that I and I like to make people laugh, and I try really hard to make her laugh. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm successful about 30% of the time. So That's good. <laughs> Pots Hall of Fame. So that's what I think she would say her favorite thing, and I, I would say least favorite thing. Uh, sometimes I have a problem with patience. Uh, I'm not the most patient guy in the world or tolerant maybe, uh, you know, and I don't get mad a lot either, but, uh, I, I, I do get impatient. You know, that can be a strength in most cases. Every <laughs> once in a while it's not though, right? It's good to, yes. You know, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So th those would be mine. Okay. And then we have, we had another question off of the, uh, off the Insta chat. And it 
and uh, that was from Andrew McCombs, and he wants to know what are the biggest grilling faux pas uh, that you can that you can have grilling mistakes that people typically make. Uh, I guess he wants to hear from some old guys that have done a lot of grilling. Done a lot of grilling, you know. I um, I I don't know if this is if answers the question, but I don't like people that talk about themselves a lot. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, is that, is that what you're looking for? Kind of, there's a for you know, grilling. Oh, for oh, for oh, for actual grilling. Yeah, grilling. Well, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, when you talk about yourself when you're grilling, that's really annoying. <laughs> I was like, what is he <laughs> yeah. talking about? Sorry, I, I, I should have fed you this question I, I, earlier, I, I but it just came in. I almost made it through the podcast without a mistake. <laughs> no. When you're answer. when you're grilling, what are what are some common mistakes so these youngsters can learn oh, from I us? I think you got to get the grill hot before you put your meat on. Sometimes, Ooh. yeah. Sometimes yeah. you put it on too soon, and if you're charcoaling, you got to you know. I've heard a guy tell me this especially with like fish if you want to get it right people are taking it off when it's time to put it on ah that's that's very good advice because um the first time i had to grill steaks i had to grill for all of allison's family and her dad was there and so this was this was a visiting grill right and they had they use the 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 kingsford briquettes which i have not had a lot of experience with ever in my life like uh, i have i have the lump charcoal with my big green egg and you know i've got a blackstone but you know the briquettes uh, i had to do steaks yeah you know steaks for like 13 people and uh they ended up okay but we did put them on too soon you know we should have waited until they were all completely yeah. gray and that's that, that's yeah. when they're the hottest they're also giving off less smoke at yep. that time yep. and um uh, Allison's, Allison's, one of her sons, uh, he, he tells it like it is. He's like, tastes like smoke. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then Al, her dad, uh, told me later, um, he, he, he said, Hey David, come here. And he brought me out there and he pointed to the grill and he said, that's when they're, that's when you're supposed to put them on <laughs> when they look like that. You I'm can like, relate to my uh, yes. grilling advice. Yeah. Well, you were probably talking about yourself when you're grilling and you lost your concentration. There. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. That's one of the common mistakes when you talk about yourself yeah, yeah. a lot. Uh, I guess mine, I, I would say, I would say, um, don't, don't be afraid or ashamed to use a, a meat probe for temperature. Um, that's one thing. Like always, always use a thermometer when you can. Um, yeah, they make they, good ones. Yeah, they make good ones, and you know you can. They make them wireless, and you can even look at them on your phone. So that's that's how your meat's going to be just right. And the other thing is, don't don't go around taking orders for how everybody likes their stuff um, because you're probably going to get it wrong anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So just cook things, just cook things how you think they should be and hope nobody complains. Well, <laughs> and that's an excellent point. And I always say I'm going through the courtesy of asking, <laughs> but please accept what I bring you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So there's your listener questions. Uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody.
All right, we're up to the last uh, segment of the episode. Everybody's favorite because it's the last. And uh, Tom, I just want to tell you, thank you for doing this. Um, you've been great. Uh, you're definitely, definitely. I I feel like I'm doing worse than you. No, you, you are. You are no rookie. I'm I'm hanging on to your leg here as you pull <laughs> me down the street. So it's good. Uh, I, as I'm pulling you into the gutter, I think <laughs> I'm, I think you're holding on to me. But uh, no, you've done a great job. So uh, we're gonna give our old man advice. Uh, and, uh, would you like me to go first? Yeah. I'm going to give you this floor, the floor for the end. Um, here's my old man advice for this episode. It's follow your passion, no matter what anybody says, only, you know, what's best for you. Don't listen to the critics or the cynics. Just follow your gut. That's good advice. That would be my advice. That's good advice. In a world of analytics and everything we live in, which is good. Yeah. Still go with your gut. Go with your gut. Go with your your gut's gut. going to be right most of the time. Yes. My turn? Your turn. You know, I actually uh, looked up some old uh, Chinese proverbs in the process. Oh, that's wow. Good advice of, that's really old man advice. Man. Chinese proverbs. And it, uh, I can't it was a hard. Good one. It kind of aligns with some of the discussion we've had, but uh, it goes, a man who fights with his wife all day. Doesn't get any peace at night. <laughs> peace as in P-I-E-C-E. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that's pretty solid advice. That, that is very solid advice. <laughs> hey, youngsters, hit the hit the 15-second rewind button and listen to that again. <laughs> it, live it. Live it. <laughs> oh, is that it? That's what I got. Oh, my God. Okay, well, so... Um, we are going to see how long it takes Greg to figure out that I've betrayed him and that we did uh, episode 30 without him. Uh, I neglected, or I guess I, I didn't uh, change the name of the podcast. I maybe should have, uh, but we're still calling it Dave and Greg Need an RV. Uh, but And you still do, just for the record. You still do. Need we do need an RV. Right. Now, he's seriously been talking about a party bus. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Liz has been strongly advising no, <laughs> but once Greg gets something in his mind, you know, you know how that works. But uh, yeah, we still need an RV and we still need a party bus. We still need to get back to the Iowa State Fair. Um, I hear there's some good concerts there this year. Um, yeah. So anyway, thanks for thanks for uh, co-hosting and thanks for wearing the uh, world championship uh, pullover. I love that. You're a good guy. Yeah, thanks for having me. (laughs) Okay, everybody. Uh, We'll see you next time. Thanks.